You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hell State Nation? Welcome into Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Locked On Mississippi State is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There are a couple of ways that you can connect with us if you'd love to be a part of the show. You can follow us on social media. Our Twitter and Instagram handles are Locked On Miss State. That's Locked On M I S S S T. You can also send us an email, LockedOnMississippiState at gmail.com. Today's show, all about the big comeback win over the number 13 team in the country last night. Mississippi State men defeating Missouri 78-63. Some would say an improbable comeback, and uh, it was definitely fun to watch, especially there in the second half as the team was able to come back and get a big win over Missouri. We've also got some rumors that we need to address regarding Mississippi State football, a couple of headlines that uh, made its way around uh, yesterday that we'll talk about in segment number three. But coming up in segment number one, we're going to be talking about the ins and outs and uh, why last night's game was so important. And uh, in segment number two, we're going to hear from Coach Ben Hallam. We got some clips from his postgame press conference last night. We will hear from him in segment number two. And then in segment number three, Of course, we'll talk about uh, what's going on in Mississippi State football as the season came to a close last Thursday. Today's show is brought to you by the best-tasting protein bar out there. It is Built Bar. Built Bar, 18 amazing flavors, including my personal favorite, the cookies and cream. Cookies and cream, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. You're listening to those numbers and you think to yourself, that's got to be a diamond in the rough. There's no way that Built Bar has that many bars that are low-calorie, low-sugar, high in protein, and high in fiber, like Taylor's personal favorite, the cookies and cream. Yeah, all of them are exactly like that. And the best part about that is they're 100% covered in chocolate, and they are soft and easy to chew. That is right. And uh, they've got 18 amazing flavors to choose from. Coconut, almond, German chocolate, peanut butter, caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, and the cherry bar Sia. So many great flavors to choose from. You can go to BuiltBar.com right now. Uh, Make your selection. You can do what I like to do where you get the 18-pack where you get three flavors. You get six bars of those three different flavors, and you can find your personal favorite or three. It doesn't matter. Uh, But you go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you will get 20% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. So last night, Mississippi State getting a 78-63 win over the number 13 team in the nation, the Missouri Tigers. The game tipped off late. It tipped off at about 8 o'clock, and if you thought to yourself, ah, well, there's no way State's going to win this game down by 12 at the half. I'm going to go to bed. Well, I hate to tell you, but uh, you missed out on a pretty big comeback. Um, Mississippi State was down by 12 at the break. They were down by as many as 14 early in the second half. Uh, Missouri got the first basket of the second half and drove State down by 14. But that woke up the beast as uh, Mississippi State was able to uh, get out of there with the win. They were down by as many as 14, ended up winning by 15. So, uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty impressive comeback there. And it all started 
with Iverson Molinar and DJ Stewart. Tolu Smith really carried the crowd there uh, in the first half. He had nine points. A few other Bulldogs scored, but not as many as he did. And then you look at what DJ Stewart and Iverson Molinar were able to do. DJ Stewart scored 20 points in the second half. Iverson Molinar helped him out by scoring 16 of his own. Impressive. 36 points from our big guys. That's impressive. And that's what really helped Mississippi State get over the hump there. So we're going to give a a breakdown of what happened in the second half. Uh, 41-27 is your score. State down by 14 points with 19.45 to go in the second half. So right when the second half tips off, Jeremiah Tillman from Mizzou hits a layup. And uh, the Tigers have their uh, big lead. State's run began at around the 17:39 mark when Iverson Molinar scored underneath the basket. It was 43-31 when that run started. The Dogs went on a 14-point run that capped with 13:07 to go in the second half when DJ Stewart hit a layup. And it kind of went back and forth for the next four or five minutes or so. And then with 9:23 to go, that's when the second spark really happened for Mississippi State. And they were able to get out of there with a win. The drive started at 9.23. It was uh, Mark Smith from Mizzou. He fouled DJ, sent him to the line on an and-one opportunity. So he made his basket when he was fouled, went to the uh, line for one, got it. And uh, that gave State a 51-50 lead, again with 9.23 to go in the second half. State would go on to outscore Missouri 27-13 the rest of the way. So 9 minutes and 23 seconds. Mississippi State scored 27 points in route to a 78-63 win over the Missouri Tigers. Uh, one of the more impressive runs that they had was that 15-0 run that happened in the second half. Top performers in the game last night, 24 points, 4 assists, and 3 rebounds. That belongs to DJ Stewart. Iverson Molinar, 20 points, 3 rebounds, and twenty or uh, yeah, 2 assists, rather. And uh, Tolu Smith, he had nine points at the end of the first half. He ends with 15, nine rebounds, an assist, and a block. So a pretty impressive win there for the Mississippi State Bulldogs over the number 13 Missouri Tigers. Felt like that was a win that they needed. Felt like we learned a lot about this young team, uh, especially the way the Kentucky game ended last uh, Saturday. Uh, You do so well against the perennial power that is Kentucky and uh, you take them to double overtime, and things just don't go your way in the second overtime, and it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, Coach Howland talks about that a little bit in segment number two. We'll uh, play some clips from his postgame press conference. But you got to think that Mississippi State now, with two wins in the SEC very early on in the season, they're now 2-1. and one. Both of their wins, very impressive They defeated 7-0 Georgia last week during the midweek portion of the SEC schedule. Uh, Took Kentucky to two overtimes last week before falling to the Wildcats and then getting a huge come-from-behind win uh, against the number 13 team in the country, Mizzou. And uh, we, we say that it was a comeback win like they barely won the game, but they were down by 14 and came back and won by 15. So, uh, defense really turned up. And that was something that we were looking for in the game um, when we talked about the game in yesterday's show. Uh, just just got to find a way to get in Missouri's grill. If you play any ounce of solid defense, they're not going to shoot the ball well. And that's exactly what happened in the second half. They got the spark that they needed. Mississippi State was able to do what they needed to do on offense. And they were led by that tight Mississippi State defense. 
uh, allowing uh, them to uh, keep doing what they were doing without Missouri uh, hopping in as well. So that's segment number one, talking about the big win over Mizzou, 78-63. to Next up for the Bulldogs will be a game at high noon on Saturday against the Vanderbilt Commodores in Nashville, who just, they, they, they just lost to Kentucky. Uh, that was a game that was on the SEC Network before Mississippi State's game, and they uh, couldn't quite beat the Wildcats. Again, the Wildcats can, uh, struggling. Uh, they're not blowing out people like they normally are, so I feel like this is probably the most even SEC that we've seen in a long time. So, uh, hey, you know, Mississippi State uh, <laughs> looking like they could do some damage here in the SEC portion of the schedule. Coming up in segment number two, we're going to hear from Coach Ben Hallam. We've got some clips from his postgame press conference after the win last night. And in segment number three, we're going to be talking about some of the big headlines slash rumors regarding state football. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Betting on the NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Clips from Coach Ben Howland's post-game press conference coming up in segment number two. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. got a question for you how many of you won money on the heisman trophy award winner last night Devonte smith wide receiver from alabama won the award according to betonline.ag he had one in 15 odds of winning the trophy so if you bet on him and won some money congratulations not only can you bet on the heisman trophy candidates but you can bet on college basketball you can bet on the college football playoff national championship coming up on monday the NFL wild card is getting underway this weekend. There's some big matchups this weekend and going on into the season, and there's only one place that has you covered and one place, quite frankly, that I trust, and that's betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag and sign up for a free account today and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. There's a handful of different things that you can bet on, including the NFL games of the week. It's Wild Card Weekend, so go check out betonline.ag right now. Find the odds that you think you have a good shot at winning. Make your bets and be happy. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. This is Locked On Mississippi State. We're in our second segment of today's show, recapping the huge win over number 13 Mizzou last night, 78-63. We're now going to play some clips from Coach Ben Hallen, give you his thoughts following the game. Going to be talking about the comeback, going to be talking about DJ Stewart, and just how big of a win this was to get that nasty taste that Kentucky left in our mouths over the weekend. So first, probably the most important question that a lot of people want to know after a big comeback win when you're down by 14 very early in the second half and you win by 15, what sparked the comeback? Was it a brief message in the locker room? Was it one of the leaders stepping up and saying something? What was it through Ben Howland's eyes that led the comeback for Mississippi State? You know what? I wish I could take credit for it. I thought we had great leadership within the team. I thought Abdul and DJ, uh, Iverson, Tolu, 
uh, all those guys stepped up and really played with great and passionate uh, fire. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were so much better the second half. Defensively, they shot only, uh, what, 38% for the second half. Uh, we only turned it over three times in the second half. We really won the battle of the boards in the second half. Really, really phenomenal job. I thought DJ really got us going when we were down. Uh, we kept running stuff to get him shots, and he kept delivering. How many shots did he make in a row there, guys? Because he was unbelievable. 13 points in a row? Yes. Yeah, I mean, he, he was incredible there. We kept going to him. And you can see he's a hard guy to defend. And uh, then I thought Iverson did a great job. You know, they had uh, 36 points between the two of them in the second half. And they were good shots. You know, I thought Davon gave us a huge lift off the bench. When we had the three of them in together, the three guards together, I thought that really opened the floor for us. They were really pressuring us, really bothered for their pressure in their first half. Having three uh, basically point guards in there together at the same time really opened up things for us offensively and also made us better defensively. I thought Tolu had a great game today. You look at his numbers, he had 15 and 9, almost a double-double. Uh, and we did a really good job the second half defensively. You know, uh, Tillman is a, a load, and, uh, you know, we, we were fortunate that uh, we were going at him and he got in foul trouble. It helped us. Pinson really runs their team incredibly well. This is a really good team that we defeated. They're, you know, top 10 in the net, 13 ranked in the country. I mean, they're definitely an street tournament team. So this is a, a huge shot in the heart for our guys for the confidence level. We made six shots in a row, and uh, it was just incredible, that run. I was so proud of him because he didn't have a good first half. And he had four turnovers. And the second half, he really, you know, learned from his mistakes. And obviously, he took it to a new level. He was unbelievable. Tolo Smith had a pretty good first half, still contributed in a handful of ways in the second half. But DJ Stewart and Iverson Molinar went off. As we mentioned, DJ Stewart scored 20 points in the second half. Iverson had 16. They got more looks. They had more opportunities to get things done. So what adjustments were made in order to make that happen? We kind of spread the floor and ran stuff to get them, and they kind of you know changed some of their defenses. We were really attacking the bigs with the guard, like especially uh, Iverson, but also DJ. They were atta- every time they were in a ball screen, they were attacking their bigs and going at them, and then trying to snake by them and pull up for jumpers or get to the rim. And uh, you know we shot sixty eight percent the second half. I mean that's a phenomenal and. How about we made 19 out of 21 from the foul line tonight for 90%. And today we had our best day as a team where we, we shoot 100 at the end of our shoot around and we made 81 out of 100. So it directly correlates to, you know, what you do in practice, with what you, how you perform in the game. Ben Hallen's been coaching basketball for a long time. He's had some really great athletes to coach, uh, just the two that are off the top of my head from his time at UCLA. Uh, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love. He's been a part of some great comebacks in his career. Does it ever get old, in his opinion? Well, let me tell you something. To come back like that against a top 10 team in the country is just incredibly thrilling. And uh, just so happy for the fans. I'm so thankful for what a great job our fans did. You know, the fans they allow in are awesome and got really loud, got behind us, the parents of the kids. Our guys, I mean, our locker room, needless to say, was fun uh, after this game. They were having a good time. So uh, it was really, really uh, great. I'm so happy for our guys. And this was such a long grind that we just went through. 
these first three games, you know, we came back from Christmas and basically it was, you know, 11 days of just grinding it out. So tomorrow I'm so happy for our guys to get an actual complete day off uh, to, to really heal their bodies and come back. And so I'm really excited, you know, for them. So excited for our players. They do have to pick up their books tomorrow. So they're getting ready for school here coming up soon. J.D. Smith missing last night's game. There was a big hole at the four, and it was filled in pretty nicely. What does Coach Allen think about the four, and what uh, can we expect going forward at that position? Yeah, it'll vary. We also I think Derek Fountain played really well for us in practice uh, yesterday, and so he'll get some minutes as well. And we'll have Quentin back up at the five, and uh, we'll we'll use uh, that lineup again. I'm sure. I thought that the lineup we used tonight with the three guards in there, though, was really critical for us, and I want to get to where we can do that as well. We talked briefly in segment number one about just how nasty of a taste that the Kentucky game left in our mouths. Kentucky coming in with only one win, struggling. They're not the Kentucky team. They're not the Coach Calipari-led team that we know and love and that we're used to seeing. But uh, you take them to double overtime, and they end up pulling out a win at home. How important was a win over number 13, Missouri, to kind of get back into the spirits and to let everybody know, hey, we're still very capable of doing some big things in the conference schedule? It doesn't erase it, but it sure feels good to, uh, after a brutal defeat, you know, the you guys remember the old ABC, uh, you know, ad for Y World Sports, you know, the agony of defeat. Uh, and, you know, the thrill of victory is, you know, there's no question that's what, what it feels like. And, uh, you know, we beat a really good team. I can't stress. I mean, they're really well coached. Uh, we, we, I said that last February 29th that when we played them a year ago that they were really good. They were a tournament team the coming year. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're tough. I mean, they're, they're a really, really tough team. So, it was good to get not only a win, but a quality win over a big-time opponent. Go ahead, Garrett. Last clip, all about D.J. Stewart. D.J. Stewart, a guy that we've talked about since the very beginning of the year. He's gotten a lot of minutes in. Coach Howland has talked about wanting to limit his time because he works so hard, but there really hasn't been an opportunity for him to kind of lay back and relax during games this year. But he's taken it in stride, and he's doing great things for this Mississippi State basketball program. What are his thoughts on the way that he's improved since stepping on campus? Uh, I mean, he's really a, a great kid, an unbelievable work ethic. Uh, I just love uh, you know how hard he plays, and he plays both ends of the floor. It's not just offense; he's also you know our best perimeter defender. And I'm I'm playing him a ton of minutes. He's leading the league in minutes played. It's just hard to get him a lot of time out, so he's playing through a lot of fatigue uh, at times. But I'm really, really just, you know, so excited for him because he's worked so hard and he's enjoying the fruits of his labor here by how he's performing. And uh, I think he's only going to continue to improve and grow as a player. Coach Ben Howland's thoughts following last night's game over the Missouri Tigers, 78-63, to a big win over a top 15 program. Uh, we heard from Coach Howland there talking about what sparked the comeback uh, just how great the win was for overall morale and to get the taste out of your mouth from the Kentucky loss and his big guys, uh, DJ Stewart and Iverson Molinar. So coming up next for Mississippi State basketball, again, will be a noon tip-off on Saturday against the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vanderbilt not quite beating Kentucky 
uh, last night, but they came pretty close. I'm expecting it to be a pretty fun basketball game in Nashville on Saturday. Coming up in segment number three, two big headlines that made its way around social media and uh, headlines all over uh, regarding Mississippi State football. We'll talk about what those are and what those mean to the program. You're listening to Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Hey, today's Wednesday, so after you're done listening to this podcast, head on over to Locked On NFL to take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchises. Tony Wiggins and James Rapian are joined every week by Locked On Draft experts to talk about prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL players fresh in the league. Did your team have a big rookie performance this week, or are they shaping up to have a premier draft pick in the 2021 draft? Get everything you need Wednesdays on the Locked On NFL podcast. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast. And as bad as I hate to say it, that is a perfect segue into uh, segment number three of today's show, and it is talking about a NFL prospect from Mississippi State that's very happy for him. We really are. I feel like he is going to do some great things in the NFL. But uh, no matter how long he's here, you never want him to leave. We're talking about the mayor, of course, Errol Thompson, uh, announcing yesterday that he plans to forego the extra season of eligibility that each college student was given, or a college athlete, I should say, was given. Uh, He was a senior last year, or this past season, So, of course, you know, it would have been it for him anyway. But if he elected to play one more season, he could have. He decided, no, I want to go to the NFL. It's a dream that I have. He made that announcement on Twitter yesterday. Had a a pretty nice graphic, I think, the Mississippi State Graphics Department made for him. Uh, Some of the cliff notes that uh, were in that graphic, he wanted to thank his mom, his dad, and his family. He wanted to thank his coaches for getting him to where he was, specifically Zach Arnett, Todd Grantham, and Bob Shoup. All three defensive coordinators that Errol Thompson had. That's a lot, but he's uh, stuck through all of them. And he also wanted to thank the Mississippi State family for everything that they had done and all the support that they had given him during his time in Starkville. Taking a look at what he did for Mississippi State, the Florence, Alabama native, almost Mississippi, but not quite. Uh, He had 312 total tackles. 22 of those were for loss for a total of 100 yards. Nine and a half sacks, three interceptions, and two forced fumbles. Uh, this past season, he was the team captain. He was a preseason Butkus Award candidate, and he was voted All SEC preseason selection by the coaches and the media alike. Uh, the last couple of seasons, his highlights were he was the captain of the team last season. He was also pre uh, preseason All SEC. He was second team All SEC back in 2018 and in 2017. He was a part of the all-freshman team. So linebacker Errol Thompson announcing on Twitter yesterday that he is foregoing his senior year at Mississippi State, or his second senior year, I should say, and he is heading to the NFL. So a big thank you to Errol Thompson. I don't know if you're listening to this podcast or not, but a big thanks to uh, you for what you've done for Mississippi State, what you've done for Starkville, and uh, we wish you the best of luck heading in to the NFL. The second biggest rumor that hit yesterday, it came to us from Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett is in the running to be the defensive coordinator at the University of Texas. Uh, Big news coming on Sunday as it was announced that Tom Herman was let go of his duties and almost immediately coached Steve Sarkeesian, 
the offensive coordinator in Alabama. He was also uh, the former OC for the Falcons, head coach at USC, head coach at Washington, and uh, now the head coach at the University of Texas. Is uh, looking at Zach Arnett as a defensive coordinator possibility. Uh, he did sign an extension last month. Uh, no terms of those had been announced yet, but that story, of course, broke uh, by Joel Coleman of Cowbell Corner, a part of Sports Illustrated. Um, but a lot of rumors going around. He seems like he is happy in Starkville. He's open to any and all opportunities. And uh, But if uh, it doesn't work out for whatever reason, he's in Starkville for the long haul. That uh, makes me feel a little better. Uh, because Zach Arnett, I feel like, was a very bright spot in this uh, 2020 season. Uh, we talked about Errol Thompson there thanking him for what he was able to do in that short amount of time that he had him, and I felt like the defense uh, did a really good job this season. They really limited a lot of SEC programs, a lot of points, while the offense was trying to get things figured out, and State ultimately got things figured out. Uh, offensively they ended on a high note winning their last two games of the season and so uh yeah Zach Arnett will have more uh, news on Zach Arnett and um hopefully he'll be here for the long haul but if not of course we will uh, definitely let you know everything that we know on Locked On Mississippi State you can follow us on social media Twitter and Instagram that's at Locked On Miss State Locked On M-I-S-S-S-T you can also send us an email, LockedOnMississippiState at gmail.com. We've got uh, more basketball talk coming up later on in the week. A state uh, getting a big win over Missouri last night. We're going to be talking a little bit more about that game, previewing the Vanderbilt game. Also be talking a little women's hoops as well. And, of course, any news that we get from Mississippi State football as we're getting into that period where we're Uh, getting ready for the NFL, Uh, there's some coaches being moved around. Anything that we get football-wise, we'll definitely be uh, able to uh, spread that word to you. So in the meantime, have a great day, everyone. Hell State, we'll talk again soon.